Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation. family. Hey, Set Apart and Chosen, the Velika B Project family as well. I am so, so excited to be here with my radio family, my um, social media family. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This is the Velika B Project, and we are here with um, a special, special guest. I am so honored to have this man of God with us today. Let me just pop up his... um, graphic really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Bishop J. Drew Sheard in the building. And I'm so, 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 so excited to have the man of God here with me on today. I am not going to prolong the time. I am going to pop him up right now. Bishop! How are you, dear? I'm so, I'm just happy that you're here, that you're you agreed to be here with me today. Oh, what a joy. Honor is honor is honor. Thank you so much for coming and joining me and spending time with us on today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I have Bishop J. I'm sorry, Bishop J. Drew Sheard in the building. He is the senior pastor of Greater Emanuel Institute Church in Deskojic in Detroit, Michigan. How long have you been there, sir? Oh, I've been the pastor of that church since 1988. What is that? 12, 33 years. 20, 33 years. Whoa, 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 whoa. And now um, I'm hearing that we kind of have a little election going on and you're yeah. stepping some bigger. Oh, I'm claiming it. You're going to step into some bigger shoes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about um, the election and everything for the people like, excuse me, let me act like I'm not all of there. But here's the thing, guys, the people that knows me, they know I'm I'm, I'm a little country Baptist girl. Uh, we really didn't touch Kojic too much. So can you educate the country little Baptist girls who just do not know about the Kojic and what do you have going on and what do they have going on? I'm sorry. Thank you. Well, as it relates to our election, every uh, four years, we're in uh, in sync with the presidential election. So every quadrennial, we elect the national officers of our church, and uh, we elect a presiding bishop, we elect a general board, and of course, other national officers as well. Uh, so I, uh, this will be my third term 
uh, if I'm successful and I will, I'm praying I will be successful. This will be my third term on the general board. And of course, uh, this time the office of presiding bishop is vacant because Bishop, uh, presiding Bishop Charles Blake decided to retire. And so um, that seat is open. And if uh, I'm saying if my numbers are high enough, uh, I intend to run for presiding bishop. Awesome. Awesome. And I really I, I, I did some background with you and I'm seeing all the work that you have been doing in the community. And I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. I, I look at it like you're doing things that you really don't have to do. Yeah. But you're doing it. You're doing it for the community. Let us know, like, far as your fundraising, I'm hearing that you, uh, for the, the COVID-19 crisis, you raised over $100,000. What yeah. made you really, and then, and plus the Flint project that you had with the water and everything, can you please just give us, like, why did it touch you to do things like this with the community? Sure. Well, in uh, as far as the Flint uh, situation, part of my jurisdiction is encompasses Flint, Michigan. And so, and then I was, uh, I was uh, pastoring a church in Flint. It was a temporary pastoring that church. And so uh, the, when the water crisis was uh, hit Flint and uh, due to the negligence of some of our elected officers or those who were in position, uh, then they didn't have water. They couldn't drink that water. And so uh, I pulled a group of ministers together uh, we started soliciting water from, you know, uh, different people. We sent truckloads of bottled water. <clears throat> excuse me. We sent truckloads of bottled water to Flint. And I have uh, one of our churches that was acting as the uh, headquarter and they were distributing the water to the uh, Flint comp. I mean, to the Flint citizens. And also we did a gospel concert. Uh, it was free with my wife, my sister-in-law and my daughter. And uh, just, they brought water, you know, so that we could uh, have water for those persons in Flint. It was a very, very terrible situation. Yeah. And we had to help. And of course, as you know, people from all over the world started sending water to Flint. And so uh, it, it was something I, I'm, I'm proud to say that our group was one of the first groups that started doing that. And uh, it took hold and, you know, and praise God for that. And so you spoke about the COVID-19 situation uh, early in the early parts of uh, COVID, which are around March of this of last year. Uh, I had different ministers ministers from across the country calling me and saying that they were having a difficult they were having a difficult time because their churches were closed and churches closed that mean that people weren't coming people weren't giving money um those who are in ministry didn't have anywhere to minister and so i found myself uh giving away a lot of my personal money. And then I thought about it and I said, wow, I said, let's, uh, let me try something. So I called a group of ecumenical uh, leaders and we did something called the JDS Ministry Relief Fund. And we raised approximately $100,000. And so I formed the committee to uh, determine the process by which they could get the money. They did. And we gave all of that money away to people who were in need. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And yeah. I also heard um, 
last year, the COVID really hit your family hard. And I do apologize about that. Well, I definitely kept you in my career and we will continue. Can you kind of let us know about what happened? Yeah, you know, um, the um, uh, COVID, you know, hit my mom and dad. And um, of course, it uh, claimed my mother's life. Well, I like to say that my mother got to a point and she decided I'm going on with the Lord. You know, that's what I like. That's what I believe happened because she started doing very well. She was sitting up in the bed and she asked for some lemon iced tea. <laughs> and so she was doing well. And then the next day or so she took, they say she took a turn for the worse. She got out of here. My dad, uh, who weighed about 210, 215, uh, went all the way down to 138 pounds. He was so weak until he couldn't hold his head up. He couldn't stand up. We had to pick him up. Uh, Balika, um, the one thing that we did, we made a decision to get my dad out of the hospital. And I know that a lot of families are not, were not in a, a position to do what we did, but we made that decision to get him out of the hospital. We brought him home, turned the living room into a hospital room, had doctors and nurses come into the house and God miraculously healed my dad. My dad is back up to 190 something pounds. He is preaching. He's he's doing his thing now. So he's our miracle. And uh, of course, my brother had it, but he's doing fine. My daughter, my son had it. Both of them are doing fine. So it has hit us very hard. But thank God, uh, even though we lost my dear mother, um, thank God that uh, he stepped in and, and, and brought my the rest of our family back. And this is a question I ask my pastor all the time. Like when we going through, like, how do you keep your faith when all hell is breaking loose though? Yeah. How do you, you, know, uh, I, you know, people have asked me, uh, hey, Bishop, did uh, you ever question God? Yeah. And, and the answer is I never questioned God. I never questioned his sovereignty. Yeah. I did question my theology. Yeah. Uh, my theology, me being a, a pastor and and knowing what to say. Yeah. I'm a professional. OK. And so when you lose a loved one, I know if they if they're in the Lord, mm -hmm. I know to tell you they're better off. You know, I know to tell you they're in a better place, you know, and and say, hey, it's going to be all right. You, you. However, me going through this process, uh, when I thought about she better off, then I asked, well, if she better off, yeah. why I feel so bad? Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if she's in a better place, why am I in such a rotten place? Right. Um, you know, th and that's what I mean by question my, questioning my theology. However, uh, if I recapitulate, I never questioned God. I never uh, doubted God. I, I, I knew he was in, he's all I had. Cause I was, a I was a wreck. So he's all I had to get through that. And so, and God pulled me through broken, but I came through, I hurt, but I came through, I mean, crying every day, but I came through, you know, yeah. God, God was there for me and I owe him my life. Oh, exactly. And speaking yeah. of theology, I am seeing that you was an educator. 
Are you still yeah. educated? You was or still? Um, well, you know, I still teach. I'm teaching the Bible. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, but I was a, uh, a math teacher. I taught uh, math in the Detroit public school system. Uh, my master's is in mathematics. And so, uh, uh, I like math. Um, that's it. That's been a, that's been a while. You know, I try to, I help my grandson with some of his math every now and then, but, uh, I'm not doing too much of it now, you know? Let me tell you, you got the cutest grandkids. I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of grandkids, um, I love your wife. Yes. Karen, Kiara, love Drew. Um, yeah. How is it to be, and it, it seems like your entire family are just so fun and funny. Tell oh, me about a day in the life when everybody is at your house. Oh yeah. Oh, we, we have a great time. I mean, we, we, we love each other, you know, and, uh, oh, we have fun. We have fun. You know, I'll tell you a funny story of Alika. Um, when I first, uh, married Karen, nobody really knew me, you know? And so everybody referred to me as, oh, that's Karen Clark's husband. Uh, and uh, you know, and I, I kind of went along with it. I, it wasn't no big thing because I knew I'd eventually come into my own. You understand what I'm saying? Right, so, right. so uh, as, as time went on, you know, I I did. I came in, then people would say, "Oh, you know, this is uh, Pastor Sheard, and this is Karen Clark Sheard, and whatnot." Funny thing. So uh, I was in Virgi uh, Norfolk, Virginia, walking through the airport, and a lady walks up to me and she said. I know you. And I said, Oh, how you doing? You know, I said, God bless you. And she said, I know you. And I said, okay. I said, and she came, so we walked a little further. She looked back again a third time. She said, I know you. And I said, okay. I said, okay. She said, you Kiki's daddy. And I said, oh, here we go again. I can't get my own identity. And That's so I told Kiara when I came back, I said, you know, you the big mega star now. We just, yo, we just your parents. And so my wife said it happens to her all the time too. You know, so, you know, it's Kiki the ticket now, you know. She is, <clears throat> she is hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Well, I, but I got to tell you, I, I, and, I, and if I'm talking too much, just stop. No, 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 uh, you're good. Go. Okay. But I got to tell you this, because this is going to really make you laugh. So Karen and I, uh, she was ministering in a city, and then I was coming the next night to minister at another ministry in the same city. So I said, hey, why don't you just hang out? So if you ain't got nothing to do, just hang out there. And, you know, and I'll just come in your room and we'll hang out for a day, you know. And so she said, cool. So she, um, they, I told the people, take me to where she was staying. We, I went in her room. I got there, went in her room, and they hadn't made up a room yet. So she had called out there and told the people, you know, and so the people come up to make up the room. So I'm sitting at the desk in a in the hotel room and I'm just kind of looking at my computer, looking at my message that I'm going to preach that night. And so this guy comes in that's uh, making up the bed and everything. And so he looks, he looks over at me and then he, I looked at him then he looked off and then I, he, I looked away. He looked back at me and he said, is you Bishop Shed? 
And I said, yes, sir, I'm Bishop Sheard. He said, you Bishop Sheard? Then he looked at my wife and he said, and you one of them shared sisters, ain't you? <laughs> so I came back in town and I told Karen, I mean, I told Dorinda and Jackie, y'all ain't the Clark sisters no more. Y'all the Sheard sisters. And everybody just took it. We just laughed for days about that. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I finally got my identity. You understand? They know people know who I am. I said they don't know nothing about y'all. They knew me. <laughs> right, right. Oh my God, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. I, hate, I hate going from a funny moment to a crazy moment. Okay. You think about the election and everything going on in our country, and how can you encourage the people not to give up and just because. Right now, a lot of people are scared scared with the COVID going on, and now we don't know what's going to happen after tomorrow. So how can you really, what do you think about it, and how can you encourage the people? Well, I think I think that it was, uh, I, you know, th there are some, my brothers and sisters in the evangelical, uh, evangelical Christians, they believe that uh, Mr. Trump was, God ordained to be the president. Uh, I believe that um, I'm not quite. I'm not saying he he wasn't, but uh, he was put there. They say to straighten out the liberal courts. I'm good. Okay. Maybe the courts were going a little bit too far. So okay. he did. So that's why when he appointed uh, that last Supreme Court justice, I said to my father, I said. So according to the evangelical, evangelical Christians, that's what he was supposed to do. He's finished. Let's get a new president. Okay. okay. So we get this new president. I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you, Valika. I was angry. I guess I still am. I'm angry at Donald Trump yeah. because I think he derelict in his responsibility to the country when it came to COVID-19. And the reason that I'm so angry is because it took my mother. Yes. Okay? And so I'm angry. I, I'm, a, I'm a, okay, here it is. I'm an angry black man. Okay, yeah. let's, let's deal with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then so many others lost their lives. So, uh, so uh, I supported uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I thought we needed a change. I thought we needed Joe Biden appears to me to be more sensitive yeah. to the needs of the people. I'm mm -hmm. not saying he's perfect. And, you know, I know there there's those people saying, well, you know, how can you support the uh, Democratic Party when they believe in stuff we don't believe in? Let me tell you how, yeah. because we're, we were not electing a pastor, we were electing a president, and a president has to see about or uh, see after the goods of all people. Now, yeah. a pastor has to come out against sin. Okay, so we ain't electing, we wasn't electing a pastor, we was electing a president. And I felt that he was more, his temperament were more to look out for the welfare of the country. And that includes all people. Now, I believe that he has a, 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 an expansive plan to try to deal 
with COVID. I think that I'm praying that things are going to turn uh, for us. He has proven with, I think that his, his choices okay. have shown that he's aware of a country that has many different people in it. And right. so I'm, I'm okay. And so after uh, the inauguration, mm, I think that this is, I think that that, extreme group, they're going to calm down, go back in the closet, I think, because, you know, you got these guys out there in Washington, D.C., you got 20,000 troops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, they ain't stupid. Because <laughs> them guys ain't playing. They got on their army gear, gun, and everything. And so there may be a little insurrection, but I think we're going to get control of it. And I think that we're going to move ahead. I don't want anything bad. Uh, you know, you know, when they said that uh, uh, President Trump had COVID, some people were saying, yeah, maybe he going to die. I don't, I, I, that's not me. I just want him gone. You go, go sell some more, go get another reality show, right. go fire somebody else, but just go. I, I said that the voters are the landlords of the White House. Right. And all I'm seeing, I'm I'm a landlord. That's uh, you know some I, I have some property. There comes a time, Valika, when I just don't want this person to be a tenant no more. They may pay their rent, but they tan up my house, and yeah. I'd rather you go. And that's the way I feel and felt about Donald Trump. You, and, you know, he may, I started to say he may pay the rent, but he ain't pay no rent. He ain't pay his taxes. So I just need you out, <laughs> you know, just gone, gone down the street. Somewhere, right. but I want my property back. That's right. I, <laughs> I agree with you a hundred percent. For the radio audience who just coming in, I am here with Bishop J. Drew Shears. I'm Valika. I am the founder CEO of Southern Park and Chosen. And this is the Valika B Project. And for the ones who just come in, Bishop, can you let them know we're about to wrap right now? Let them know what's going to happen in February with yeah. the, the Kojic and everything that you have going on. Can you let them know for the ones that's coming in? Sure. I'm a, uh... I'm a candidate for uh, re-election to the general board and uh, perhaps a candidate for presiding bishop. And I have a platform. You can go to sheard2021.com. And that's my website for uh, my candidacy. The election will be held on February 23rd. And at that time, we will, the Church of God in Christ will have a new uh, presiding bishop and a new general board. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for coming. Thank you and for having me. Time with us today. We would love to have you back. Yeah. And if you ever need for us to share your broadcast on a Sunday, reach out. <laughs> we okay. got you. your family okay. says now. We appreciate you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. Is there anything else you would like to say before we end the broadcast? I'm good. I just want to thank you for having me. And it's a joy to be here with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Valika B project. Make sure can people follow you on you on any social media platforms they can follow you on? Uh, yes. Uh, Bishop J Drew shared ministries on Facebook and uh, you can check out what I'm doing on a regular basis. Thank you so much guys. Make sure you follow Bishop uh, as well. Thank you guys. We love you. God bless you. And we will see you again on next week. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you.
your host, Valika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed.